Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today morning podcast on Tuesday morning, the 27th of December, 2022. I'm Andy Eubank, and the Hat Morning Podcast is brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, proudly serving local farms, families, and agribusiness for over 135 years. They're online at ffbt.com. Coming up, Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with the Indiana Farm Forecast, warming up after a brutally cold Christmas time period. And that weather change begins later today, according to Ryan. We'll look back at the year in the markets briefly with a look ahead as well. Analyst Brian Basting joins us. It's all straight ahead on the morning podcast from Who's Your Ag Today. The land of the free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit ffbt.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The High Ground Podcast. Everything from energy and fuel. It's a Memorial Day weekend, going to be 87 to 89, maybe low 90s all weekend. So we thought we'd bring Scott Heine in. So we'll talk about home heat. <laughs> <laughs> to agriculture. Anytime we can help a farmer grow their business and meet their goals, that's a proud moment for me. And, well, other things. For some reason, like and subscribe. We don't know why, but that's important. We want you to do it on your own, but we're going to tell you. <laughs> Listen now on all platforms. Much warmer temperatures return to Indiana, and you'll hear from the new chairperson of the United Soybean Board. I'm C.J. Miller, and this is Hoosier Ag Today. Well, you know what they say about the weather here in Indiana. If you don't like it, stick around because it'll soon change. Well, between Friday of last week and this coming Friday, we're talking a daytime high temperature difference of about 52 degrees. We are quite warm to finish the week Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And that's Hoosier Ag Today's chief meteorologist, Ryan Martin, who says we'll soon be seeing above normal temperatures for a seven-day stretch beginning on Wednesday. Well above normal temperatures, Wednesday, Thursday, dry for the most part, more clouds Thursday than Wednesday. And then we see a little bit of moisture trying to lift up into the state from Friday right on through the weekend. The Friday-Saturday time frame for moisture, probably no more than about 30% coverage. But then late Saturday afternoon through Sunday, we see a better rain potential. Ryan says the warmer weather could bring some unstable air and possibly thunderstorms with it to kick off the new year before the return of much colder air. Another round of moisture showing up here next Tuesday. Rain and thunderstorms that could bring anywhere from a quarter to one and a quarter inches of rain. Once again, 100% coverage. The warm air wants to hold through midweek next week, but cool air is pooling. At some point, maybe late next week or into the following weekend, we see that cold air breaking loose, coming down and taking control of our region. But it's not going to happen here right away. You can find the full Indiana farm forecast from Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin at HoosierAgToday.com. Well, the United Soybean Board not only has a new chairperson, 
but they plan to focus on health and nutrition throughout 2023. Andy Eubank is here with an update. The United Soybean Board recently elected Megan Kaiser of Missouri as the organization's new chair. USB is in the second year of their new strategic plan, and health and nutrition remain atop the priority list for the soy checkoff in 23, according to Kaiser. And on the farm, that would mean plant and soil health, and then also, of course, on the demand side, looking at human and animal health and nutrition. We're looking at infrastructure and connectivity. We're always looking at how are we going to most efficiently get our soybean crop to the global marketplace. And then on innovation and technology and making sure that farmers have access to tools that help us make data-driven decisions and be more efficient so we continue our sustainable U.S. soy production. Kaiser says recent successes in checkoff investments include infrastructure, specifically research to inform dredging of the lower Mississippi River. And the checkoff really got the ball rolling there by saying, what are the barriers of entry? What's keeping this from going? And it it turned out that it was planning and design. And that's the kind of work that the checkoff can invest in. And that $2 million investment from soybean farmers was met with a $245 million investment from the federal government and the state of Louisiana to make that dredging get started. The 77 farmer leaders of the United Soybean Board across 30 plus soy growing states strategically decide investment decisions that deliver sustainable solutions to every life every day. But it really starts with our farm perspective coming and saying, I would like to see us invest in this. This is the unique value of the U.S. soybean checkoff. Farmer leaders make those investment decisions. We also evaluate their progress. When we work together through the checkoff, we're able to make a real impact for the soybean industry in the United States. Keep up with the latest news from the United Soybean Board at unitedsoybean.org. I'm Andy Eubank. And I'm C.J. Miller. Who's your ag today? Timely, relevant, credible. Your operating loan for your farm needs to cover all that could be. That's why Farm Credit Mid-America offers flexible financing options to take care of the day-to-day so you can free up capital to maximize opportunities for your farm. Use our online banking or mobile app to conveniently check funds so you always know how much cash you have on hand and can plan for what's ahead. To find an operating loan that works for you, visit e-farmcredit.com. Subject to credit approval, additional terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Ag Today's Indiana Farm Forecast. As we take a look at the setup here for your Tuesday, we're still chilly. High pressure being analyzed this morning just to our south and southwest. However, we transition onto the backside of this high very quickly today, and that means I'm looking for winds to start to turn to the south midday to afternoon. Why is that important? Because that's where we see our warming coming from. I will say right now that today, even though we still have a chill in the air this morning, today is not going to be as cold as what we've just come through over this Christmas holiday weekend. Going forward, we are looking at well above normal temperatures for the rest of this week, the weekend, and through the first part of next week. Warm air really takes control tomorrow and Thursday with sunshine and nice southwest breezes. That's going to promote a decent amount of snow melt here. So, yeah, it's going to get sloppy and wet 
wet, but we are seeing well above normal temperatures. Friday, we add to the sloppiness and wetness because clouds are building, and out of the clouds, precipitation. Rain showers likely from Friday midday right on through Friday night and Saturday. Two waves coming through. Combined, I'm looking for a quarter to three-quarters of an inch with 90% coverage across the Hoosier State. I think we take a little bit of a break on Sunday. Yeah, we have some clouds around, but not much new precipitation. Monday, the same thing, mostly looking at a break. Overnight, Monday night through Tuesday, though, significant rain and thunderstorm activity. Right now, I'm looking for anywhere from a quarter to one inch of rain on top of the rains that fall at the end of this week, on top of the snow melt from what we had over the holiday weekend before. Yeah, it's going to be kind of a sloppy mess as we get toward midweek next week, just in time for colder air to dive southward for Wednesday the 4th, and we stay chilly through Thursday the 5th and beyond. Not brutally cold, but colder, so I think all of this liquid that falls is going to be freezing fairly significantly, and we're definitely going to have some pockets of ice out there for sure, as this moisture is not going to be able to drain away exceptionally fast. Now, do I think it causes problems long-term? No, I don't, but it is going to make for a muddy, greasy mess, I think, from this weekend through the first part of next week before it freezes back over. Just be aware of that. That's mostly for livestock, but also any other outdoor activities. Just be aware of what we have coming towards us. That's the way the forecast is stacking up. Have a great rest of your day. I'm meteorologist Ryan Martin. This is a Hoosier Ag Today Farm Market Review. I'm Andy Eubank, and the review is brought to you by Seed Genetics Direct. The year is ending, but savings aren't. Save 9% until January 10 and bundle seed and herbicide to save more. SeedGeneticsDirect.com. No markets on Monday closed for the federal observance of Christmas, so we look back at 2022 and ahead as well to 23 with Brian Basting from Advanced Trading. As you reflect back on 2022. Brian, we can certainly look at, for producers, a lot of angst going into the year. There's always weather, of course, but primarily with the angst over input costs and where those were going to be and even available supplies. How would you say in very general terms, though, that we weathered 2022? Andy, I think you used a good word, and that is reflect. We all tend to do that at the end of a calendar year here and uh, producers, I think, can reflect on a lot of positive things here in 2022. As you said, entering the year, a lot of concern about uh, rising interest co- rising interest costs and input costs, for that matter, um, affecting their business. And that does affect their business day to day. However, due to a combination of factors, both domestically here in the U.S. and worldwide, we saw some extremely attractive prices, Andy. At planting time, for example, back there in, in mid-May, we had some planting delays um, in certain areas of the country that led to a rally to uh, uh, some very attractive, actually unprecedented prices at planting time. And then, Andy, as we got the harvest moving this fall, we saw some, some disappointing yields, particularly out west, where the drought uh, really uh, hurt their prospects. And we saw unprecedented prices at harvest time with a normal year. The, the only year that I could look back on, Andy, that saw higher prices at harvest, when I say harvest, around October, was 2012. And as, as most of your listeners can recall, 2012 was a drought year, and we didn't have the bushels to sell. Had to rely on crop insurance that year. But 2022 will be remembered for tremendous prices, not only at planting time, but also across the scales, literally across the scales in mid-October. 
with $14, $13.50 cash beans and $6.50 cash corn. Unprecedented. So uh, the nutshell summary of that, Andy, as I wrap up 2022 comments here would be, I think it's important as producers now that you think about how am I going to defend my balance sheet? How am I going to keep my balance sheet as strong as it looks today? I realize that I can't overgeneralize here, but I can say that a high percentage of listeners are, are, are in good shape. Uh, hopefully have, have, have protected or sold quite a bit of these 2022 bushels. You can leave yourself upside with some various op- option strategies, but it's not too early, Andy, to think ahead now to 2023. No, the margins in 2023 aren't going to be as attractive as they were these unprecedented margins in some cases in 2022, but they're still attractive. I'll say that November futures for 2023, Andy, near $14 bushel. December corn for next year futures are at $6. So there's ways to start to do some pricing ahead of time. I would emphasize, in my opinion, it's critical to to remain flexible. Avoid painting yourself into a corner, as it were, uh, by by overselling or cheering for the market to go lower. We always want to cheer for the market to go higher, but we also want to have a floor out there. So all that in a nutshell, Andy, uh, let's take advantage as producers of where we are today. We don't know what six months will hold much less tomorrow. Um, you know, anytime you're talking about markets, they can really surprise you with black swan events and so on and so forth. Let's defend what we have available to us today. Use marketing tools available to do that. Brian Basting of Advanced Trading. Again, Monday markets closed. It is a four-day holiday shortened week coming up, and we'll have the markets anytime, of course, at HoosierAgToday.com. I'm Andy Eubank. Who's your Ag Today? Timely, relevant, credible.